This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Sitcom D&D. Yeah, we are a Dungeons and Comedy and Dragons podcast, and I am Sean Coyle, and I'm going to be the DM or Dungeon Master of this little program. Uh, A little bit about me. I was born and raised in the Chicagoland area, went to school for business at U of I, and (laughs) fell in... (laughs) Prestigious program. Is this boy? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And then I fell in love with improv comedy, which ultimately led to my recent move to Los Angeles, California, the city of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> and business. Okay, and business. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to go next, but I do want everybody to be aware that Sean was clearly reading off something, and yeah. none of us. Well, I was watching his eyes just kind of go back. <laughs> He's oh, clearly reading. Sack of I shit. made this up. I think we should all just make it up. And if mine seems like a little bit more put together, I guess that's just, <laughs> just because I'm a more eloquent speaker. <laughs> you little turd. <laughs> you little turd. <laughs> But you know who's not a little turd? It's me, Waleed Mansoor. I'm going to be playing a character named Chip Ahoy, who you'll meet very soon. I'm from Michigan originally, a little city called Dexter, Michigan. Uh, And then I'm now in L.A. by way of Chicago. And I actually live a block from Mr. DM and uh, soon-to-be-announced Aaron Keefe. And we're having a good time out in L.A. That's hot. I don't know about y'all. We got keys to each other's places, and we're kind of living <laughs> that sitcom life. I have Kramered a couple times into, yes. into their apartment. And freaked the shit out of our dog. <laughs> our dog started <laughs> screaming when he Kramered into our apartment. Malid and I met in level one at IO Theater in Chicago, taking improv classes, and um, somehow I ended up officiating his wedding a few short Uh-oh. years later. So Did yeah, it's know that? wild ride. <laughs> Did I know <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I was aware. It of was that. like it was like fucking Snape at that Quidditch match. Where I was just mumbling under my breath. Like <laughs> okay, next to be introduced is going to be Elizabeth Andrews. She was on my very first Herald team at IO Chicago. Welcome, well, Elizabeth. Uh, thank you, thank you for having me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my name is Elizabeth Andrews. I do play beef, just beef. beef. Uh, I grew up in Washington State. I met, and then I took my legs over to Chicago, where I met all these freaks at Uh-oh. IO, and then I took my legs to LA, the city of business. So <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I met Elizabeth Andrews uh, in a dice game outside a casino in Rio de Janeiro. But that's a story for another time. (laughs) That's a story for another time. But first, let me introduce my main man, Benjamin Briggs. Ben was on my first Herald team at IO Theater. And um, before long, somehow we ended up in a whitewater raft going down the entirety of the Grand Canyon. Yeah, at 300 miles approximately (laughs) together, just... Really sitting on a boat, ho- eating Lara bars, hoping that we don't die. <laughs> uh, like just being like, well, if I'm if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out with a belly full of cashew butter. Cookies. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is when I officially like hung out with you, Ben, we were on a canoe. Do you have like a, do you like hanging out with people on boats? Well, it's actually kind of funny. Until I was about 21, I was afraid of swimming in fresh water because I thought I was going to get amoebiosis in my brain and die. So I would... Uh, <laughs> so that tells I, you a little bit about Ben. <laughs> ben <laughs> just came out of the gate being like, oh, I, I can't swim in water or I think I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot what I was doing. <laughs> uh, my character is Sebastian Von Hugrent. Uh, I'm the... Um, Kind of neurotic or a little bit rambly, not so charismatic bar owner of uh, Bottoms Up. And um, I look forward to having you get to know me. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, last but not least, it is my pleasure to introduce 
the incomparable Aaron mm. Keefe. Yes, my name is Aaron Keefe, and I play Chalice Glass, who's a princess. Ooh. And I'm from Massachusetts originally, but I lived in Chicago in, for my 20s, met these people, and was friends with Sean and believed in Elizabeth and Ben, and then had to pick which one of them to date. It was a really hard decision. <laughs> uh, I closed my you eyes and pointed. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth, enough. Stop pursuing this. <laughs> and now um, I live in L.A. with my dog and Sean and basically we'll lead. That is the crew. That is the cast. I will be playing everybody else. And uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with Dungeons & Dragons, I'll kind of give you a, a brief overview here. It's pretty simple. As the dungeon master, as the DM, I'm going to be presenting situations to these characters. And they can decide to do whatever they want, but... They'll have to roll a die to see whether it works out for them or not. So, for example, I could go, you come up to a locked door and someone could go, okay, I try to break it down. They roll a 19. Great. That's a really high roll. The door just came off the hinges. Or they go, I just rolled a one. What that means is they shoulder the door, dislocate their shoulder, and the door <laughs> remains locked. So that's kind of the world in which we're operating and how the game mechanics kind of work. It gets more complicated if you're in a battle or some action sequences, but we'll cover that as we go. Oh, and a quick disclaimer for all you diehard D&D heads out there. Uh, we're not going to include every time we roll a die in the episodes because it can be boring and hurt the pace of the show, but don't worry, we're doing it. For now, that's all you need to know. And let's be honest, y'all here mostly for the improv in the first place, so let's get our silly on. What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> Quiet on set. Sound is speeding. And we're rolling. Dice. Oh, that's good. Do you like that? I do like that. <laughs> when you need a break from this crazy world to see your friends and fill a cup, find Sebastian Chalice, Chip, and Beef at the Noble Bottoms Up. As step by step our growing pains are improving home and away, we're feeling absolutely Fabulous on another happy day. We're in different worlds with different strokes, but the good times will not end. So cheers to all our family and our friends. Starring Aaron Keith as Chalice Glass, Elizabeth Andrews as Beef, Waleed Mansoor as Chip Ahoy, Ben Briggs as Sebastian Von Hugh Grant, and Sean Coyle as everything else. Sitcom D&D is filmed in front of a fake studio audience. Our story takes place in the realm of Syndicatia, in the land of France, that's spelled F-R-E-N-C-E, in the town of Fraser, spelled just how you think it is. <laughs> Fraser is a medium-sized, relatively pleasant town that has grown to a population of just over 5,000. A population composed of men, elves, dwarves, halflings, half-orcs, and other fantastical inhabitants. The town was founded at the intersection of the Royal Road and Bazinga, and runs parallel to Dawson's River, making it a natural hub for trade and commerce. Our story begins at sunrise. We see the warm morning light beginning to pour over the crowded thatched roofs of Fraser. Most of the houses are made of wood and have tended to lean over time. In fact, some of the houses, which can get up to four stories tall, lean so drastically that the tops of them actually touch across the street. As it turns out, this bird's eye view that you're seeing of Fraser is truly a bird's eye view. We follow a raven as it cuts through the air, soaring effortlessly over the tops of the tallest roofs of Fraser. The raven has a message, a scroll rolled up in one of its sharp talons. It dives down into the bustle of the street below, swooping past the butcher, the baker, and Tim the toolman, who's also the tailor, <laughs> before ultimately coming to a rest on a second-story windowsill. It taps the glass with its beak. On the other side of the glass is a small bedroom, and it wakes Sebastian von Hugrent. And Ben, do you want to describe what Sebastian looks like for us? Yeah, um... Everybody comfortable? Let's go. All right. Uh, oh standing at about five foot ten inches and weighing approximately one hundred and seventy pounds, uh, he is rather average in terms of build and looking healthy and wiry. Strong. There is almost a hidden strength about him. He wears iron jeans and size thirteen shoes. On his back is a massive tattoo of 
metallic dragon wings. Across his lower back, it reads, Gloomweaver, Dragon's Dread, Child of Darkness, in the Abyssal language. Slickback <laughs> hair is finely combed and oiled no later than 7 a.m. each morning. One eye is gold, the other is blue. And just for the listeners, those are the same colors as the Swedish flag. I got you guys. I love wearing <laughs> earth tones and keeps a list in his breast pocket of reasons why he is not stale. <laughs> and that's Sebastian von Hugrant. Yay! Sebastian von Hugrant, you just, you awoke, you heard some tapping on the glass, um, and you can see that uh, there's a raven on the other side. Uh, I'm going to... Yeah, I open the window and I, I grab it and I'm... Like, <laughs> As you go to grab the raven, it speaks. I have a dark me... <coughs> Sorry, I think I swallowed a bug while I was flying over here. I have a dark message. <laughs> this is a final eviction warning for the owner of Bottoms Up Bed and Breakfast. Is that is that you? Are you the owner? Who's asking? My name is Thatso. <laughs> Thatso? What's... Yeah. Thatso what? Well, I'm a raven. (laughs) 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 Yes, that's me. Okay, I'll go ahead and take this. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like you guys are pretty far behind on your tax payments to the crown and to the town of Fraser. Um, If payments aren't received by the end of the season with interest, your establishment will be forfeit. (laughs) Sound good? Yeah. I just, sometimes I just wish I would get some good news. Yeah, uh, I just need you to sign this to acknowledge you understand, and you know I'll be on my way. I'm just looking for some empathy, man. Just like, just level with me. Just be like, that sucks, man. I'm sorry. You know what? Whenever times get tough, I think about something my mother used to tell me. Ooh, something shiny, and he flies off. Never, never mind. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> He's already gone. He flew off. <laughs> um, now, Sebastian, you share a room. Uh, with your longtime friend and bartender of Bottoms Up, um, the Chip A. Hoy, whose bed is on the other side of the small room. You can see the back of Chip's head poking out from the covers, and he's dead asleep. Um, so, Sebastian, what do you want to do? Go, Chip. Chip. I'm also going to actually have you roll Perception. Six. Okay, cool. Keep doing what you're doing. You, uh, He's still dead asleep. Hey, man, I need you to wake up. Man, something something serious just happened. Chip, um, I'm going to uh, strike him. <laughs> okay. Chip! Are you are you trying to do damage? Yeah. Or just wake him up? Yes, I want to do damage. <laughs> <laughs> so you do, you make contact, and it's enough to have someone come rocketing out of the sheets. That is not Chip. In fact, Chip is in the sheets, but he's also in the sheets with someone, a woman, an elven woman, who screams, what the hell is going on? Welcome to Bottoms Up. Uh, (laughs) Continental breakfast starts at about 5.30, and uh, promotions for today are Charity Day. If you want to give us a little bit extra, we'd appreciate it. So it's nice to meet you, and I'm going to do like one of those little bow things to her, but I need to talk to my partner. Chip is now rocks awake. Huh? Wait, uh, what's going on? Chip, do you want to describe what you look like? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that energy going throughout. Yeah, I got gray skin. Oh my God, it's so early. Um, I got, I, I used to have thick black hair, but now it's earlier than expected for everybody. It's receding like to no end. Uh, but it is, but I do, I am still rocking a ponytail. I have a five o'clock shadow that you can't tell whether or not it's working for me. You're like, oh, I'm a, maybe I'm a more attractive guy. That would work really well. But this guy kind of just looks like he's, you know, falling on rough times. I wear, even as I sleep, I wear a, a leather vest that used to be a jacket. Uh, and it used to be my cool guy Fonzie jacket that I wore in high school. Um, but now I had to rip the sleeves off because I've unfortunately put on a couple pounds since the glory <laughs> days. Uh, and um, but you could tell that there's there's a strong strong lad under under those pounds. Yeah, for the most part, I got some pretty cool leather armor. I'm six foot four. Yeah, and I also I, I tend to rock a sexy red scarf that um, I got from a woman whose name I don't remember. Oh, oh, cool. oh, I don't remember. And also, oh, lady, what's so your cool. name again? 
Thank God. I forgot your name too. Okay. Yes. I'm Chip Ahoy. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Is that name supposed to mean something to me? Um, yeah. It, wow. Okay. So I didn't use it to lure, lure you into bed last night. That's, that's a step up for me. You know, I'm actually kind of famous around these parts. Um, oh, my God. Can I tell the story? No, I mean, go ahead. I'm just. Do you to want to tell the story? I'm. No, I I don't want to tell the story. Okay, you tell, then the story. I'll tell the story. I'm actually I'm gonna be late you for work, so I. You know that that happens when you get swallowed by a dragon and then you kind of cut your way out and you kill it as you explode out of it. Uh yeah, yeah I did that. Oh, well hey I'm not really looking for anything serious, uh, but last night was a lot of fun. Um, yeah no me neither. Me neither. So. Hopefully I see you around, Chet. It's Chip, and I didn't even get your name, but have a good, have a good one. <laughs> oh, and just so All you right. know, the waffle maker is broken. She's already so gone. okay. So what's what's the deal? What's going on? We got uh, a, a raven came, and we have until the end of the season to kind of come up with the money to save the bar the bar and inn, dude. Which season? Winter. The end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I guess, first of all, what else is new? Uh, and second of all, there's a good chance we work our way out of this somehow. I'm not even worried at this point, honestly. I'm I'm worried. I know None of the worried. promotions that's, are working. Your base level of feeling is I'm worried. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But that's um, that's called pragmatism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm worried because if we lose this. We have no money. We have no things. And I can't have another failed business, and especially not this one. Okay, well, if this helps, we already have no money. So we're already kind of there. When you die, no one will remember you. Do you hear from under the covers of Chip's bed? Can you keep it down? I'm sorry. Can you keep it down? My friend just said when I die, nobody will remember me. That's what my friend just said to me. Oh, my God. Just get out of here. I'm trying to sleep. Wait, wait. Hold on. Who's under my bed? I reach down hey. and I and I grab whoever's under my bed. It's a small, uh, like gnome man um, <laughs> who you also slept with last night. I'm sorry. Oh, what the? F- Come on, Chet. It's Chip. And did you sleep with me because of that thing that I did, where I get swallowed by a dragon and then I burst out of it and killed it? I slept with you because I'm. I've been going through like a rough patch in life. Honestly, I just got out of a relationship. Why does and- everybody say that? I also slept in this room. How did I not know any of this happened? Second, I don't know if you heard it, but the waffle maker is broken. So if you're looking to make a waffle... Oh, he's not saying either. He just left too. If you're looking... This bed and breakfast bottoms up is a tavern and a bed and breakfast, and it has six different rooms for people to stay in, but two of those are occupied by you guys. So we were just in the room with Sebastian uh, and Chip, and across the hall is Beef's bedroom. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock on Beef's door, and I'm gonna say, uh, "Staff meeting, staff meeting." There's no answer, but the but the door kind of creaks open. Yeah, I'm going in. Okay, the room's absolutely trashed. Uh, there's old chicken bones and clothes and empty tankards on the floor, but Beef's bed is empty, and there's nobody in there. Beef. <laughs> what's going on what's going on here beef's gone i think beef finally died and ascended or something i don't know where beef is long time coming um yeah staff meeting we got to do a staff meeting well it'll just be the two of us yeah staff meeting about this oh. just then a human kind of a hefty fellow older gentleman walks up to you when can we expect continental breakfast to be ready i am most famished uh, what time is it? It is 7.40. Uh, it opens at 8 a.m. So you can go ahead Excellent. and sit down there and uh, we'll be serving something up uh, pretty soon. I hope you like uh, I hope you like grits and that's it. Just grits. I do. Yeah, I you don't <laughs> like waffles. Oh, I don't. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> <That's great. laughs> All right. See you down there. He starts heading down the stairs. That went really, really well. But we need to find, well, we don't need to find beef, beef but I would turn, like to find I beef. I guarantee you beef will turn up, okay? End of <laughs> staff meeting. Let, let's go make some breakfast.
As you're going down the stairs to the first floor and the main floor of Bottoms Up, you hear that man yell, What? What is this? What's going on? And as you enter the main floor, you see what is the main space of Bottoms Up, which is a tavern. Think of the bar uh, from Cheers, Uh, (laughs) but... You know, <laughs> fantasy style. <laughs> nice. Very. Uh, so there's there's a rectangular bar in the middle of the floor, in the center of the room. So you can fulfill drink orders um, from any side of that rectangle. Oh. And there's tankards hanging for easy access above your head, all the way around the bar. There's about ten tables around the main space surrounding the bar. And there's a ton of windows and a nice wooden front door. And as you walk down the stairs, the first thing you see is that guest looking at Beef. Beef is asleep on the main bar, snoring loudly, butt naked, with his junk being covered by a small brass horn, like a trumpet of some sort. Mm. That's the only type of clothing that Beef has right now. (laughs) Beef's kind of talking in his sleep um, and is having a very intense dream. Um, We're actually going to jump into Beef's dream. And Beef looks like Beef in his dream, so uh, do you want to describe what you look like, Beef? I would love to. Uh, My name's Beef, and I am... I'm three feet tall, and I'm huge. (laughs) Three feet tall, huge. Uh, Weight-wise, like, (laughs) gorgeous... I exude charm out of my body wherever I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got hair not on my head, but everywhere else. Uh, it's very, uh, I love wearing shirts with a V neck, and the hair on my chest is kind of poking out. It's beautiful hair. It's kind of the kind of hair like Austin Powers has. Uh, the chest hair, you really want to run your hands through it. And also, you want to have sex with beef just as much as you would Austin Powers. Amen. Exactly. He <laughs> so wears far, a, so good. a gold chain around his neck that says wet on it. So hot. <laughs> wet beef. Wet so beef. Wet hot beef. Wet, oh my god, so hot. Uh, he can have a wonky eye when he drinks too much, which is always. Uh, <laughs> and he gets very angry out of nowhere for no reason at all. A lot of the time goes from zero to 100, especially when he sees something small. Because he, so is, he is small, you know, but he, he doesn't like it when people point that out. Um, yeah, I think that's like a pretty, oh, beautiful belly. Beautiful belly. Yeah, I think <laughs> Can we I already, see the belly? Yeah. I, I think now we can because you're naked, yeah. but like in general. I think it's yeah. You do see it. You see it mentally and physically always. So uh, it's like a V neck that also turns into like an upside down V yeah, belly reveal. Only two, two buttons. There's only two buttons, and then okay. the middle two buttons of yeah. the shirt are uh, always put together. <laughs> but the ones on the bottom are open, and the ones up top are open. Oh, oh, my, god. oh my god! I love beef. <laughs> So in Beef's dream, which we are in right now, Beef is on stage and he's playing to a crowd that would be similar to like an outdoor music festival today. You know, thousands and thousands of people are watching Beef. And uh, Beef, what are you doing on stage in this dream? I'm holding the microphone tight and I'm looking at everybody and I'm going, who wants more Beef? Yeah, the crowd goes fucking bananas. There's a ton of. I'm gonna have sex with you and you and you, not you, definitely not you. You, let's rock. I respect your choice not to sleep with me because I love you so much, beef. Oh look, it's my. This is the soap zone. The what? The soap? What do you call that? The soap zone. Soak zone is the right term. Yeah, definitely. Soak zone. Soak zone. It's the soak zone. I'm in beef soak zone. (laughs) Okay, so uh, we cut back to the bar. We cut back to bottoms up. And we, Sebastian and Chip, you walk up to Beef now, who's laying on top of the bar, and you just hear Beef kind of like going, soak zone. Oh, soak zone. Oh, I, pick up, I pick up a bucket of water and I splash. 
and I splash beef with it. <laughs> oh, 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 oi! It's okay. It's okay. It's oi, okay. We're... I'll fight you. I'll I'll fight you. Whoever you are. It's me. It's Seb. All right. Were you having that dream about a portal uh, to another plane opening up and ripping open your ass, or w- what was going on? Are you okay? No, Sebastian. I was having a dream where I was wet. Uh, everyone else was wet, and we were wet together. Okay, well that explains why there's a the the bar is just just soaked with your piss right now. It's just covered in your piss right now. Yeah, that would. Let me uh and he takes his two fingers and he wipes the bar and he puts it in his mouth and he goes, "That's good piss." Oh, oh so hot. I I mean, I was looking for sorry, but I... you're going to have to look far and wide for that because I'm about to make myself a waffle. No, you broke that by putting a bunch of oranges in it yesterday. I broke it? Yes. I don't think so. I think you did. No, no, I don't even like waffles. You said, I'm going to make some waffles like a rock star. And then you smashed a bunch of oranges in it, and then you got distracted and left for an hour. Beef, that does, it does sound like you. I'm not saying it was you, but that does sound like you. Okay, I'll fess. I'll fess up. It does sound like me. It sounds like me. Okay, but just get to the butt. <laughs> there is none. How about this? And I turn around and I shake my little tushy at them. How about that butt? I'm confused. Um, are there grits? Uh, I hear a lot of waffle talk. I, I, I remember there aren't any waffles, but are there grits? I'm sorry, sir. Is it eight o'clock? Already? <laughs> no, it it's seven fifty-one. So maybe you sit your ass back down. Yeah, but partner. you got nine minutes to get you your goddamn grits. Okay. Yes. Yeah, oh, I of mean, course. When you're at bottoms up, you, the customer's always right. But right now, we're having a staff meeting. You need to back the f- off, sir. All right. Feel free yeah. to to go back to your room. Okay. Yeah, we'll call you, ever, you down. We'll call you down at eight o'clock. I'm going back to my room. You believe that asshole? No, I mean, if he had a problem, we have a comments box. Yeah. And as soon as I remember the combination, we're going to take a look at those. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We are not going to be open much longer if we don't uh, turn things around. Like the feng shui? No, about like business, the happenings, getting getting butts in the doors, figuring out the combination to the comments box and maybe kind of working on some of those things. A lot of people have been talking about shower pressure, but I keep on forgetting about it. You hear upstairs get absolutely blasted with water. It's too powerful. It's the and then you hear too much pressure. Wow. That's a surprise. And then you hear, and he comes butt naked barreling down the stairs with a tidal wave of water and out the door. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that guy's gone. Uh, Honestly, thank God, because he's terrible Mm -hmm. and he also tried to pay me in cabbage. Uh, I'm realizing I'm, I'm part of the problem. Like, yeah, I'm part of the problem. Yeah, here you with could. The bar. You're the problem. Yeah, you could improve. You could improve. Let me play more, man. I can really get us somewhere. I think I'm really close to it being a great show. I could write a show. I could write a full show in a week. Give it. What do you want? A day? I could do it in a day. I can do anything. What do you need? I mean, just do it. You literally pitched this in your interview, and then you. <laughs> Tried to fart and you pooped your pants. Which we loved. Which we loved. <laughs> it was insane. And you said, whoops, well, I gambled. And that's what happens when you gamble. Hey, and I'm a gambling man. Oh, yeah. Oh, we knew on the spot that you would you would fill out the trio. And that's all we need is a trio. We just, yeah, just need the three of us. And uh, we're going to be good to go. And that's what's, uh, that's what's making this bar uh, run so smoothly. Okay? Just any the three of addition, us. Yeah. And yes. any other addition would kind of yeah. just like. Change it feng shui, I think, is the right uh-huh. one. Mm-hmm. And Sean, you can cut out all the sounds I'm making here. <laughs> <laughs> huh. mm. Weird. I mean, three <laughs> is a magic okay. number, okay? In a world where magic exists, you know, that's saying, that's really saying something. I mean, purely in just a democratic, when we have a vote, it there's makes, no ties. Yes. There's no, no ties. There's no ties. Can you imagine if we had a ties? fourth person. Can you I guess we'd have a tie if we all agreed. Yeah, but that's called a consensus, or if and that's had, good. Or if we had three options, then we could tie. <gasps> oh, shit. Oh. Maybe we need a fourth. 
And just as you say that, the door swings open and chalice glass rushes in. (gasps) All of you immediately recognize that this is the princess of France. And Chalice, do you want to describe what you look like? Yeah. Wait, Waleed, how tall did you say you were? I'm six foot four. Okay. Chalice Glass is six foot four and a quarter inches. (laughs) And she's a young lady in her early 70s. She seems to glide into a room in an ethereal way, sort of as if she's like on wheelies. You guys get it. Yeah. Um, I will be checking uh, to see if she wears wheelies. (laughs) When she isn't wearing her late mother's precious crown on her head, it shrinks down to the size of a ring that she wears on her right hand. Her posture and body language always reflects that she's trying to protect the ring, often clasping her hands one over the other. Her eyes are a dark green color, and the moment you look into them, you think, "Uh uh-oh, am I going to fall in love with her? Is this going to be a whole thing? She maybe even has like the ability to cause like a love triangle or a love square. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is just going to be a whole thing, so get ready. She has round cheeks and a sweet smile that says, I don't have any street smarts, but I'm a very positive and happy person. She's wearing a wedding dress that looks like Grace Kelly's wedding dress met a silver waterfall. It seems to be moving and melting into the ground, only to begin again at the top. She also has a long, detailed veil that matches and seems to glow. Doesn't that sound pretty? That's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. When I wrote that, I was like, wow, that sounds really beautiful, actually. She's uh, holding several hat boxes like she's never held anything before in her life. <laughs> Chalice, you enter bottoms up, and you just did a like a 20-mile ride on horseback. So well, what do you want to do? So she immediately is like overtaken with how bad it smells in there. And she walks right over to the comment box and writes a comment that says, it smells like pony piss in here. And she puts it in the comment box. She knows how to write? She knows how uh, to write. Yeah, oh, it's everything is spelled completely wrong, and it's, but it's in this gorgeous calligraphy. Not a lot of practical skills, but a lot of uh, beautiful skills. Um, and then she goes, uh, hey. Hello. How can we be of service to you? How can we help you out? Um, so I'm going to stay here for a while. Uh, I've been riding a while and it's starting to rain. So that's cool, right? Yes. Yeah. Give me one yeah. second. Yeah. I turn, yeah. I turn to, uh, to Beef and Hugh Grant and I say, guys, oh my God. pitch idea on the yeah. fly. You ready for this? Uh, yeah, no, we can do it. Uh, f- four, 400 gold a night. Okay. I am good for it. Uh, cool. totally. <laughs> I don't have anything on me right now. I'll probably have to pay you back in a little bit. Uh, I just ran, I know this is going to sound crazy and I, I know you're going to be really surprised, but I just ran away from my own wedding. Oh, did, and was, so I don't really have hard? Was there a monster there or something? Was there, were you fighting something? Uh, sort of. Um, like a fire? Was there a was fire? Was there a big fire? Big was the groom actually? Yeah, keep a, guessing. Okay, we'll keep guessing. Um, uh, yeah, what else could to be? another plane? Yeah. Like a, magic, a magical plane? fire and livestock kept on running into the fire. They were possessed and they kept on running into the fire. You found out you were marrying your dad. Oh, yeah. so close. Whoa, oh, yeah. really? Okay. Like, you found out you were marrying your dog. No, uh, further away. Your dad was fighting- A dog. The, a dog. <laughs> I'll just tell you. Okay, so I was supposed to marry my pervy brother. He's super weird. Because oh. um, they were just like trying to keep it in the family, try to keep the power in the family. But he's kind of like the worst villain ever. And if he ever finds where I am, maybe we're all kind of screwed. So I could just go upstairs and pick any room I want. Wait a second. Back up that truck. That badonk donk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold up. Did you just say? What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> you could say that again, but slower. Um, um, and then she leans over and just uh, pats beef uh, twice on the head, just like a little tap tap. She smells like like a rose. Let me just take a sidebar with my friends once again. Hey guys, pitch, pitch idea. Hey, pitch yeah, idea. we're right here, right okay, here. What's up? What's up? What's up? Did you guys trust me one hundred percent? No. Hostage, you're our hostage. You're our hostage. You're our hostage. What's up? Wait, no, 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 no. Yes. no. She's no. Yeah, she's royalty. I grab like, some it's... knives. 
I grab some knives. Yeah. Is this like <gasps> you're not going anywhere? No, you're not our hostage. You're not our hostage. <laughs> hostage. <laughs> yep, it, this is just a classic prank night at Bottoms Up. All right. So don't sit on any of the seats because they got porcupines on them. This is how we get the money. Chalice just like uh, gently pushes them aside, goes back down to the comment box um, uh, <laughs> and starts scribbling away again and then drops another comment in the comment box. You boys are very rude boys. Excuse me. Okay, write whatever you want, but you're still, you're our hostage, okay? And we're going to ransom you back to clearly, you're the princess, right? Or something? I'm the princess, right? Or something. I'm more famous than all of you combined. Oh! Okay? (laughs) Wow! Okay, sweetheart. Okay, sweetheart. Wait, are you laughing? Did I just say, I said something funny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you something did. quite hilarious, yeah, actually. I'm the most famous person in this land, kind of. Yeah. And I'm the second most famous person in this land. <laughs> and I'm just here to hang out. So. Just, here to hang out. just then, the, the patron who got blasted out of the bar with a huge water stream comes back naked and goes, Oh, Princess Chalice. And he bows deep. And then he finishes his bow by becoming erect again, but not in the way you sickos are thinking of it. He just stands up. He just stands up straight, right? He just stands up straight. (laughs) And then he, but he covers himself and then he turns completely bright red and goes, oh, my princess, please uh, forgive me and forgive my, my naked self. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. I, you're the most famous person in the land. Can I borrow clothes from one of you two normal people? Yeah, here, you can have my horn. And I get I, t- I pluck the horn off of my little wiener. It makes a little sound like. <laughs> I go to hand it to him. You hand it to him. He covers himself with it, and then you faintly hear the opening horn sounds to Jason Derulo's trumpets Yay! Um, as he goes up the stairs. <laughs> but he excuses himself. <laughs> Well, this has been fascinating. I just, like, I never really got to see how the other half lives, and this is hilarious. Um, So I will be your hostage, or whatever, um, but I have a couple of conditions. Number one, Mm -hmm. I get to do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. Number two, I get a cut of the money. I get 80%, you get 20. Yeah, that we can do for sure. No. If she takes 80%, that also means any debts. She has to take on 80% of, okay? Yeah, 80% sounds fine. Really? Okay, um, my third thing, my third condition is whatever you do, no one fall in love with me. Yeah. Here's the thing about condition three. It, it's it's a vice versa. It's a both ways type of thing. You don't fall in love with my Who would ass. I fall in love with? You don't fall in love with me. You don't fall in love with beef, okay? Yeah, honestly, and I start gyrating a bit. Uh, honestly, it's going to be hard for you to follow your own rules when you're looking at this. And I've heard that sometimes people really like married men like myself. (laughs) Uh. All I'm saying, I just don't know much, but I do know that two of you are best friends and then there's a third. And I think it would really ruin your friendship if all or any of you fell in love with me. That's rude to say to Bastion. (laughs) Oh, by the way, I'm Chalice. (laughs) I'm Sebastian von Hugren. Yeah, I'm Chip Ahoy. And I'm Beef. And with that, three guards, they are guards from the kingdom. Chalice, you would recognize them. They are dressed as, you know, common guards or soldiers come barreling into bottoms up. And one of them holds up a piece of parchment in his hand and yells, Princess Chalice, you need to return with us to Castle Kostopolis at once. This, is, this isn't her. What? This is not her. I, 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 I'd like to try and say that this isn't her. Yeah. Okay, roll for deception. All right, I roll a 17. It doesn't work. Oh. <laughs> they know her. They're guards. <laughs> for a second, they do like a double take. They're like, well, she's, I guess there could be someone who looks like her. I'm like, no, she's wearing the wedding dress that she was supposed to wear for the wedding. That's, we know what she, that's her. That's her, you idiots. Now, princess, come with us and return to Castle Kostopolis. Stop this foolishness. Uh, can I do a sidebar with you three? Uh, what is your name? Hot dog, crab, and uh, Chet? Close enough. It is Chip, though. Chip Ahoy, and you should know me. I am famous. Uh, yeah, and I'm beef, second famous. <laughs> yeah, crab is cool. Um, I think you might need to fight them. We'll need, like, some collateral or something. Can we, like, have that ring or something? I'll give you my shoe. Let's see the shoe. Does it have wheels on it? wheels at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> my, this one shoe, it's glass. 
Um, I left the other one on the stairs of the palace, but this one is glass <laughs> and is worth like probably a lot of money. So like, what's it I taste like? Shoe. What's it taste like? Hot dog. Beef lick it. I'm gonna lick it. Hey guards, you want to see some nuts? Uh, kinda. <laughs> I'm gonna lick this shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Smooth. You're getting it. It's going to be smudged. You're making it less listen, money. Listen, I'm about to lick it. <laughs> you weren't licking it. You weren't licking it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm about to lick it. All right, this is getting weird. Princess Chalice, if you don't want to come with us, we were prepared and we were instructed. If you do not comply, you have to sign this piece of parchment. Oh, so we didn't even have to fight them. No, well, maybe. Hold on. Can I just do a sidebar with them really quick? Hey, um. Uh, guys, and your names are obviously... Well, Jonathan, Taylor, and Thomas. <laughs> yes, of course. So, Jonathan, Taylor, Thomas. What's this paper say? Well, uh, we can't really read, but uh, here you go. And they hand it over, and when you read it, you hear your brother's voice. Dearest sister. You. Oh. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. Excuse me. I have the forethought that I'm being interrupted <laughs> as you read this. Shit, he knows me so well. <laughs> By signing this document, you are hereby renouncing your title of princess and are therefore cut off from any and all royal funds mm. until you return to the castle and accept me as your prince, your brother, and your strong but gentle lover, oh. yours truly, Prince Milknip. So Chalice is like reading the paper and then looks back at the three guys and then reads the paper and looks back at the three guys. Um, and then uh, she signs it and hands it back to the guards. And then walks back over. And can I roll for like deception? Sure, sure, sure. Sixteen plus five because I have plus five in deception, so twenty-one. Well, yeah. What just happened? What was that? What did so? What did it say? Oh, it was this like dumb little thing. Oh, that's dumb. What do you think it said? Me? What I think? Uh, I could have said anything. It could have been anything, like a grocery list or a thank you card. Yo, yeah, it was a birthday card. It was a birthday oh. card. Oh, that's nice. It's nice yeah. to think of others. Princess Chalice, Princess Chalice. Yes. So you just signed this document that hereby. What are you doing? Princess Chalice. Why am I saying Princess Chalice? You have renounced being a princess. You are no longer a princess. Wait, what? Here's the deal. You renounced all royal funds, and that includes that diamond tiara you're wearing right now so why don't you hand that over wait i'm starting to think this isn't a birthday card at all wait whose birthday is it then (laughs) beef is it your birthday wait a second you guys today is my birthday (laughs) oh beef we're gonna do something special tonight we're gonna eat like a we'll eat we'll eat some eggs or something that would be nice but yeah let's 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 help her out I promise I'm good for it. I, I'll make it up to you. I'll work here every day. What do people do when they work? I'll, like, rub the floors. It sounds like, I mean, to me, to me, as somebody who is a fabled hero, I kind of know my way around these sorts of situations. That's funny. Who is this guy? Uh, yeah, I think maybe oh, we'll help you, but it sounds like you were going to give the tiara up to them, so instead you can give that tiara up to us. We can sell it for... Oh, that's easy. No, I'll... I- I don't want to sell it to anyone. I'm, I'm telling you, trust me. Trust me. I will work here. I will work here until I can get you the money. Any money you need. Name a number. So, uh, or eight. Not yes. enough. No, 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 that's no, not no, enough. No, that's no, not no. enough. Uh, eight the- times, eight times 600. Uh, Princess, this is, this is Thomas speaking of Jonathan and Taylor and Thomas. You will not have access to the castle unless you are coming back to marry Prince Milknip. Hostage. Hostage. I point. I say hostage to them. Hostage. Are you telling us we're hostages? And then I, I attack. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yay. Let's go. Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Rocket Money. If you're like me, then you've struggled to find some time to manage your finances. Uh, at the end of a busy week, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money. 
and it does all that for me. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. That's rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Rocketmoney.com slash sitcom D&D. Save the world or end it. Sitcom D&D is brought to you by Victoria Aveyard's number one New York Times best-selling Realm Breaker series, which is coming to an explosive close, which is why I had to use my intense voice. And boy... Is it worth it? Because an epic high fantasy series for fans of Lord of the Rings and Shadow and Bone is coming to an end. Yes, when the heroes fail, a pirate's daughter with ancient blood and her ragtag group of companions must pick up the sword to save the realm. The realm is threatened by an old world prince and his army of corpses and the demonic god that controls them both. The series has everything from high-stakes battles, journeys across the mystical lands, dragons, hellhounds, and krakens, and don't forget a fiery villain romance that threatens to burn the very edges of the world. So find out more about this epic series and its unforgettable conclusion at epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. That's epicreads.com slash fatebreaker. To give you some idea of what the situation is, right? You've got three guards here, Jonathan, Taylor, and Thomas. And one of them is is pretty big, like a big guy. The next guy, pretty small. And the third guy is just right. <laughs> but they all, they know what they're doing with a spear. And that's what they're all carrying. They each have one spear. You guys are kind of facing them from across the bar. There's about 15 feet between the two groups. Okay. Um, I want Chalice... Can she do her firebolt attack? It has a range of 120 feet. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Why don't you roll a d20 to see if it hits? 20. And then do I do a plus something? (laughs) No, you don't even have to. (laughs) Yeah, you don't have to at all. That'll hit. (laughs) Wow, the first... That's a good sign for this podcast. Yeah. Is the first attack rolls a nat 20. That's exciting. That's one. It is exciting. Is it because I finally got it to go to the right screen? <laughs> yeah. And then the first thing it always rolls is a 20, so people <laughs> like this website. Use our website. Guaranteed first 10 rolls, natural 20s. Yeah. <laughs> Can you read the description of that spell? You hurl a moat of fire at a creature or object within range. On a hit, the target takes a 1d10 fire damage. A flammable object hit by the spell ignites if it isn't being worn or carried. So who are you aiming at? Um, I'm going to aim, hmm, since that seems pr- pretty powerful, I want to aim at uh, one that is the biggest one, Jonathan. Why don't you roll for damage a d10? Four. Okay, so since you rolled a natural 20, uh, the damage is doubled, so it actually does eight damage Ooh. Ooh. to Jonathan, who oh. explodes in a ball of flame and goes, holy shit. <laughs> it envelops him. Taylor and Thomas are both like, Jonathan, screaming, because it looks like he might be fucking dead, you know? Uh, that was a pretty serious blow That's you just sad. did to this guy. Roasted. And he might be dead. You're not even, sh- you're not sure yet. He is either dead or close to it. <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> a- after exploding in that ball of flame near death, looks at you with Tears in his sunken, dried eyes goes, I watched your first steps. Oh, Jesus. This. <laughs> Come on, Jonathan. Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. Guys, actually, Jonathan was a huge, terrible pervert. I don't know and feel bad that Jonathan said. Look, this huge castle's pervert. filled with perverts. Lots huh? of pervs in this castle. Why do you think I ran away? Was it perverted to change your diaper as a child? I, <laughs> ew, why bring that up, up now? Yeah, dude? yeah like, yeah, why would you bring that up weird. now? Yeah, dude, you're dying. Just die. Just die. Also, Chalice, when you shot Firebolt and it hit Jonathan, there was still enough of Beef's piss on the ground. And Beef, you I mean, we we all know that Beef went at it hard last night. Mm. So that piss is is close to the consistency of motor oil, and it catches flame. Um, So now 
that section near the door, there's like a, a table that's put in the corner, has caught fire. Uh oh, piss fire. Piss fire. Piss we fire. Piss fire. We got a piss fire. We got a piss fire. You guys are oh talking like that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> it happens a wow. lot. Oh my god, I gotta I gotta get a raven to our insurance guy, Anthony. He's not gonna be pleased about this. <laughs> Yeah, we've had huge piss fires. This isn't as big of a this isn't as big of a piss fire we've had in the past. Yeah, and do not pour more piss on it. That, that's the trick with piss fires. Don't put more piss on it. It's just like a grease fire. You know? Oh, and then Chalice goes like, "Oh, like maybe she was about to piss on it." <laughs> like, yeah, you said yeah, that just in time. I know, Chalice. That's usually the first instinct, but that's a, that's wrong. Don't pour piss on a piss fire. I'm learning so much. Taylor looks up and goes, he was the smaller one. You monsters! Oh, he is small. What did you do to Jonathan? You know what, Princess Chalice? I mean, just Chalice. Now I can punch you in the face, and I've wanted to for quite some time! What? And Taylor uh, sprints at Chalice with his spear and tries to jabber with the no. spear. This guy perved too. Yeah. Where does this guy stand on the perv scale? Yeah, jab her with a spear. Okay. Oh, talk about yeah, a wreck. That's all we needed. <laughs> Taylor rolled an 18. Oh, perv. So that hits, and that will do four damage. So he sticks you with the spear oh, and tries to like cut your side. This is for Jonathan. Jonathan's alive though, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna lay in there. He hears you say that, and he goes, barely. <laughs> oh, come on, man. It's Chip's turn. Okay. I walk over to the barely alive Jonathan, and I take out my freaking battle axe, and I say, you may have seen her first steps, but I watched your last, and then I take a freaking <laughs> swing at this guy. You're going to kill this guy chop in your bar? Off. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe his blood will put out the fire. <laughs> Okay. This is fucking bottoms up, man. Oh my God. I did roll a yeah. 23. Oh, no. You're going to oh, yeah. fucking behead okay. this guy. Oh, so yeah. that hits. Uh, what's your damage? Oh, we'll see. Eight. Uh, I mean, what happens to this guy? Dude, I'm telling you. I look at him. I say, <laughs> once again, I said, did you not hear me before? I thought it was pretty clever. I what are you doing? I'll leave. <laughs> you'll leave. Somebody carry me out. Somebody yeah, carry me out. you'll leave this freaking plane of existence. Oh, and I, no. and I, this is dark. And I slice his head off. And I and I and I turn to the other two and I say, "That's your fate if you don't leave immediately." Now it's Thomas's turn. <laughs> that didn't work. I didn't intimidate them away. <laughs> uh, Jonathan's head flies through the air. Thomas catches it, and Jonathan, in his last moments, his head goes. I was a huge pervert. What a weird thing to say right before death. <laughs> yeah, but you know, a real true hero would kill somebody that killed a bunch of kids. So let's let's just write that down for the history books. I'll write I'll write it in the I'll write it in the book. Oh shit, Beef can't read. Um, uh, read. Chalice is writing down uh, too many murders on the comment card. <laughs> the box. Thomas uh, drops Jonathan's head and attacks. Chip and goes, Now you actually killed Jonathan! Now you actually killed Jonathan! <laughs> nice. <laughs> Thanks. I, I give her a wink and then I forget. I forget that I can't fall in love with her. <laughs> he rolled a nat 20, so he critted. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm lost. I'm lost in Chalice's eyes. <laughs> I'm lost. I, I don't care. I, I don't care. Attack me. She just complimented me, and it felt nice. Thomas uh, yells, You killed my brother. I don't know if that was clear before, but we're brothers. Now I'm going to kill you. He screams and stabs you. Um, and it's uh, it's the death of his brother drives the spear into you. Um, and it, yeah, he, he rolled a natural 20, so this is a critical hit. And... Unit loyalty, if another member of this guy's unit or his brother takes damage since the beginning of this round, he deals an additional 1d4 with his spear attack. Wow. Roll that. So. What if Chip dies? He rolled, uh, so 14 damage. Okay. I, um, 
as I'm lost in Chalice's laugh, <laughs> a stake drives through my chest and I collapse. My eyes, oh! my eyes stay open, but I am no longer uh, conscious. Oh my god! It's I saw good. this coming, so I'm I'm looking up how I can heal people. <laughs> Felt like maybe someone was about to get hurt. Ship, no. <laughs> I remember when I said that no one would remember you when you're gone. I'll remember you. <laughs> you said that to uh, him in a moment of passion. <laughs> it's um Sebastian's turn. Very cool. I'm gonna rush over to my friends and I'm going to cast uh, cure wounds. So that's instantaneous. That's touch, and so I'll cast that. And it's one d eight plus three. Ooh, eight plus three. So eleven HP restored oh, to you, Chip. Okay. I pop back up and I say, "You guys remember me?" <laughs> Chip. My buddy. Chip. You guys, I think we should celebrate with some drinks. <laughs> Beef, you're you're up. I think we should celebrate with some drinks, guys. Let's get a round of shots. Is it over? Or? It is 7.57 in the morning. Wow, that happens in a very short amount of time. Holy shit. Hey, we got to open for breakfast in three minutes. Let's wrap this yeah. up. Wait a minute. You, and we you have told a sm- that guy? Let's wrap it up. We have a up. small piss fire going. You told that guy? That breakfast started in 15 minutes, like an hour and a half ago. <laughs> so much happened in such a short amount of time. Oh, fuck, that's funny. Listen, it's 8 o'clock almost, and you two and this head got to get out of here. Beef, you are fi- they are fighting. People are dying. <laughs> There's no talking your way out of this. That's what Thomas screams at you. I will kill you, little man. Whoa. Who's- You're next. No one's little here, and he goes to smash his balls. balls no man. one's little here. Yeah. Uh, do you want to smash him with, like, a dagger? Yeah. Beef hates little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him. Can I just speed bag his balls? Yeah, it won't do as much damage. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll dagger it then. How about you speed dagger his balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a dagger. It would almost look like you're jerking him off, but it's a dagger I'm willing, going into his balls. I'm willing, I'm willing to uh, go for it. Okay, awesome. Roll a D20. Roll a D20. Ooh. Okay, that hits. Now roll your damage. So that does three damage. Nice. To his balls. <laughs> Hell yeah. The fire has now spread. Bottoms up is on fire in that corner, the entire corner. Chalice, you are still where you were at the beginning of this fight, facing off against uh, Taylor, the small one. Okay, so um, I can do like a two-weapon fighting as a bonus action. So I want to start by... Uh, I have like a little knife, and then I also want to use my glass slipper to fight him. Uh, awesome. And maybe I'll put the glass slipper back on and stat like I'll do that first Ooh, and try okay. to impale him with the slipper. So you put it on, and he goes, oh, "It fits." Yeah, it's my shoe. Of course it. Fits. <laughs> and then you kick him. Yeah, in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I want to like impale, like, or maybe his neck. His neck. Go for the neck. Okay, cool. cool. So 14? Mm-hmm. Okay, that'll hit. Now let's roll for the dagger. 20! Holy shit. Ooh. Oh my God. <laughs> I get proud. I'm going to take a picture every time I get one. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Aaron, you you just, you're going to kill, you're going to kill Taylor. Um, I think uh, she is so like lost in the moment and kind of just angry uh, that she doesn't even realize, like register how small he is and how much damage she was about to do. <laughs> so I think she takes herself by surprise because she does a little like uh, kick and then um, just sort of does a, not even with her full strength uh, stab with her dagger. And then uh, when he stumbles back and they make eye contact, she's like, oh shit, I killed him. And she's never killed anyone before. So she's like, oh Oh. His last dying breath as he falls down to the ground, he goes, I was a big pervert. Yeah, you were terrible. (laughs) You helped kill all those kids, remember? (laughs) Say it out loud to the group. So now uh, it is Chip's turn. Okay. The recently resurrected Chip. Um, The only alive one left is Thomas, who 
The last thing he did was stab you through the chest. Okay. Well, I'm not happy. Ooh. I'm honestly I'm not happy about that. I'm gonna grapple him to the ground. I rolled a fifteen. You succeed. Nice. I grab I grab him to the ground and I say, Hey, listen, buddy. Okay, if you don't want to end up like your brothers, you can just walk out of here. Okay. And you can uh, let I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You I'm sorry. can let the castle know <laughs> that we got the princess hostage and we want a ransom of Two, eight times 600, 4,800 gold if, she, if they ever want to see the princess live again. And I do look at Chalice and I like wink. I'm like, don't worry. We're- and she looks behind her like she he couldn't possibly be winking at me. Are you the smart one? You look like the dumb one. I look one. like the dumb one and I, just, I grapple him a little bit more. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, please just let me leave, leave with my life. I'll, I'll send whatever message you want. And a horse. We want a horse. I want some horses. <laughs> yeah, get beef a horse. I want a horse. Give me a horse. Yeah, get You're, beef a horse. I just, I don't, it's just easier this way. Just give me the horse. <laughs> just give me, give me the horse. Aren't you too small for a horse? Oh my god, get a small Excuse horse. Get, get him a pony. Get he, a small he can horse. Grab, I have like he said small. You seriously said small to beef? Okay. You well, well, mother. Okay. You're, you're <laughs> actually well, I dead. I let him you're go. You're actually dead. Like, yeah. I guess. I guess we could get you a miniature horse. Oh, okay. No way. No way. Maybe you aren't surviving this. Okay. I, I let don't him think go, and so. I, I push him. I push him towards beef. And I go for it. I open my I mouth. Can't even, I can't I, even watch this. I'm going to go handle the fire. I'm going to bite your fucking throat out, and then I'm going to serve it to your mom for breakfast. How about that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll go. I'll go. So he he books for the door. Bark, bark. I'm barking at him. <laughs> Saying bark. <laughs> bark. Bark. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. The door slams shut behind him as he sprints off crying and the uh, gentleman guest from earlier. Um, It's 8.01. Are the grits ready? I don't mean to disturb. They're not ready. We're putting out a fire. We're all putting out a fire. There is a piss fire right there. Hey, let me make them. And looks over at their new friends and nods knowingly and goes over and makes what couldn't possibly be edible food so <laughs> yeah. proudly cooking for the first time in her entire She's life. She's roasting the grits over the piss fire. <laughs> <laughs> and just smiling and going like this, like, mm-hmm, I'm doing it. You're welcome, everybody. We're all smiling and nodding and we're, the boys look at each other and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, No one's falling in love with her yet, Dude, right? Of course not. Yeah, me neither. No, I'm not. Of course not. <laughs> Are you get out of here, man? <laughs> Order up. <laughs> I I think that's a good place as any to end it. This is the most fun. <laughs> this is insane. This is really fun. Um Wanted to put together a squadron of the elite of the elite, funniest people <laughs> I friggin' know from the oh, improv God. community in Chicago. Am I hyping you guys up too much? Yeah, yes. way too much hype. We are not good. I, and- can't, <laughs> I, I can't deliver on this, dude. One time I did a show where there was five people in the crowd and I said the show and the three people said we're in the wrong room. And so we did a show for two people. <laughs> And they did not enjoy it. (laughs) So I just want everyone to know that's where I'm at. That's the energy I'll be coming with. I'm actively bad at improv. I'm aggressively bad. I'm not just like passively bad. Yeah, I'm not for everyone. I'm... I'll be the first to say that. I'm the sour cream of improv, all right? I, you don't I'm like the it Laura first. bars of improv. <laughs> you don't like it, but in the moment when you really need it, it's going to taste great. <laughs> Sitcom D&D is comprised of Elizabeth Andrews, Ben Briggs, Aaron Keefe, Walid Mansour, and myself, Sean Coyle. Our theme song was written by the one and only Arnie Parrott, and I edited this bad boy. Thanks so much for listening to our very first episode. We're really excited about this project, and it's been in the works actually for over a year. So we're really excited to finally be able to start sharing it with you all. We're very stoked to hear what y'all think about it, and we're stoked for what's in store for the rest of the season. 
Um, if you'd like to stay up on all that jazz and find out what we've got in store and all the cool guests that we have coming up, you can follow us on Insta and Twitter. And our handle for that is sitcom D&D. That's sitcom and then the letters D and N is in nut and D. If you enjoyed our first episode and you're already hungry for more, we've got you. You can head to our Patreon at patreon.com slash sitcomdnd where we'll be releasing a bonus episode every week. Stuff like real play one shots that take place in other TV genres, long form improv sets, get to know you happy hours, bad sitcom improv where we discuss reviews for some of the worst sitcoms of all time and then perform our version of what we think the pilot episode was like. Chip's Tips, where Chip hosts an in-universe dating advice show and deals advice to new characters from Syndicatia, and more. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, hop on over there and uh, and sign up and support us. Patreon is literally the way that this show will continue to get made. So if you want to help this baby podcast become a toddler, then consider signing up. If you can't afford to support the show financially, you can still help us by rating and reviewing the show wherever you get your podcasts. They tell me that this is important, so please and thank you. I think that about wraps it up for now. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.